guys. Welcome to episode 190 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by the bionic beast, Genocide. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by the Bionic Beast Genocide. So, how are you doing today? What's up? I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. Of course, you know, this week we have finally arrived to Empower Week, but it's absolutely crazy. But, you know, before we talk about that a bit later, how do you think you've managed to stay positive or maybe sane throughout the whole last year of craziness in the world? Um, Well, while the rest of the world was catching up, I had already had a year under my belt with working at home and um, my corporate life outside of wrestling. So while the rest of the world caught up with that, I felt like I already had that under my wings and um, I was doing well working at home and balancing wrestling on um, weekends and training during the week. So through that, um, I was I had a full schedule, even though during the pandemic, I had opportunities at AEW Dark, um, Mission Pro ran pretty much the whole time. So there were selective bookings that kept it going throughout. So I was blessed to stay very busy while the rest of the world was kind of under wraps. Yeah, it's been, I think, a crazy year for everybody. But, you know, like you, I think, have a great story. And even just doing my like research prior to this hearing you just talk about like your story and your message and you wanting to be a role model and inspiration through your work and wrestling and your story. I like absolutely blew me away. So can you kind of elaborate on that? Because I think it was so, so, so special and really like, I think just mesmerizing to hear you talk about. Oh, yeah. well, there's a couple different missions I have. Yeah. One of them, you know, I love kids and there's nothing more at I love more than at the end of a show having young children come up to me and I'm basically like a giant superhero to them. So Mm -hmm. I call them my little muscle army Mm -hmm. and then they call kids flex with me and let them know they can be strong too. And yeah, I have little kids, I have pictures of little kids all over the world and basically doing like my flex with me and I've just saved them. And like, they're my inspiration. I love children and like, I can't have kids. So I think it's just, Mm -hmm an awesome way for me to kind of, you know, it's my own way of kind of inspiring the next gen since I will have my own. So that's one for kids. And then others is um, adults, men, women, doesn't matter who, who may have been going through a difficult time. Um, I had a very rough accident when I was 16 and um, had a lot of medical complications, surgeries, and I've been able to overcome that at a young age and kind of continue on my journey um, and kind of fell into wrestling through my bodybuilding and, and powerlifting. And, you know, I love the entertaining entertainment side of the sport. So um, yeah, I want to just kind of inspire others that if they're going through a difficult time or, you know, anyone can do it. I, I really feel like 
God, not to get religious on anyone, but I feel like I had a second chance at life and I feel like I'm meant for something more. And I feel like it's through wrestling. So. Yeah. You're, it's just, you've overcome so much like physically, mentally, like surgically everything. And it kind of ties into the whole bionic beast. You're taking your past, your real life past and really turning it into something positive. And I can see why the kids look up to you because you are like that real life superhero you're actually like living that out yeah I, I love it and like I have kids in the neighborhood that know I'm a wrestler so I think I'm a fan favorite I have my little fan <laughs> out when I leave the house like they're out playing outside I always get waves and high so um yeah I feel like they think I'm a superhero that lives in the neighborhood too they know I'm here if they need me <laughs> That's so good too. But I know you were talking about like your own mental struggles in the past. So how do you lift yourself up with them? And if you're ever having an off day, um, lucky for me, I have my other half. Um, his name is Chris Silvio. He is my coach, my everything, my love. My, and if I'm having a tough day, he's generally the one to pull me out of it. So um, I'm blessed to have him in my life uh, every day. And if I'm having a tough time, he really helps motivate me on, you know, I work long hours and, you know, I have a family to provide for. So, and I'm trying to do wrestling as well. So sometimes I am stressed and probably put a little too much on my plate, but I think so does everyone who's chasing, um, you know, some big goals. So he's, he's generally one to help me. I also use my training and um, Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu and wrestling. That's my outlet. If I had a rough day, I can let it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let the aggression or built up anything really out there yeah in a constructive way <laughs> yeah I try to let it out there um but yeah th I'd say those are two big pieces that help me um for mental clarity and you know I mean life's tough we all face different demons every day and it's, you know how you can look at it in a more positive light but uh, my part human side is like everyone else, <laughs> you know, we all struggle through it. So I'm not shy about talking about mental health and awareness for people going through anything. Now you say, well, you are a superhero and an inspiration to many other people, but who are some of your personal or professional heroes that inspire or empower you the most? Oh gosh. I have to say my parents, they're, they're, they're my kind of people who I looked up to. My mother was a Broadway dancer. So she, after high school, she really um, left to follow her heart and she traveled on the road touring and it was New York City Rockette. So she knows all about chasing dreams and how much that means. And then my father is an uh, athlete and he was a wrestler, uh, amateur wrestler, and he played football in college at Missouri State. So like he knows that my athletic side so I always say, what do you get when you have a dancer, Broadway, theatrical star, and a freak of an athlete, you get genocide. <laughs> and those are two people that I look up to the most throughout my life. They've supported me through all my crazy. <laughs> yeah, you've had such a career so far, both personally and professionally. Again, like you've overcome so much. And like you said, you're this like modern day superhero as the bionic beast or villain, you know, depending on the situation in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But for you, who are some of your favorite fictional superheroes, if you have any? My favorite fictional superheroes? Oh, you're talking comic book stories and all of I know fans are probably gonna I'm so 
I'm so not, I don't know comic books. I'm not either. I don't either. <laughs> and I don't watch like a lot of stuff outside of wrestling. <laughs> like I, people ask me about sports and stuff. I have no clue. I literally, any free time I have, I'm trying to keep up with the wrestling world. I would say on, you know, basic to Wonder Woman, although I prefer um, like the books and the storybooks versus the movies that came out. Okay. Why, why is that? Are you an avid, were you an avid reader growing up too? That might be why. Yeah, I was a nerd. I mean, I was in libraries. I was in school. I, I was biggest nerd. I got picked on and bullied. So um, <laughs> look what happens when you pick on people and they grow up to be a monster. No, You're the bionic <laughs> beast not to be messed with. I know. I always say that, but no, I was in the library a lot. I, I definitely used to eat lunch in the library and one is the, one was one of those ch- kids. So what, know. what then, what genres would you gravitate towards when you were reading that? I'm curious. Um, definitely, um, sci-fi horror. I was into like horror. Gosh, I'll, I'll date myself if I say some of these books, but, um, like the mystery books, oh, the names escaping me. There was like a whole whole series of them when I was growing up. Not would, goosebumps. Yeah, with the light up eyes. Yeah, with the with the hard book covers, and then um, my grandmother would always give me and try like Little Women and all of the classics. So I had a diverse range of people in my life influencing but I would always gravitate towards the mystery crime or sci-fi same now I'm I'm very into like mystery and crime like real life and dramas today so does that still carry over into today because this could be another great discussion oh crime junkie avid fan many of road trips listening to that Okay. What, what, what then have you been binge watching lately that is crime related, whether it's real life or a drama series, or maybe even a podcast? I want to know what's on your docket. My binge list is crime junkie. The, the ring that I train is um, a little over an hour away. So I can't watch while I'm driving. So the podcast is what I'm like an avid listener to on my way to train. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. May seem morbid, but I enjoy that. And then there's the woman with the, she's from Texas. I'm horrible with names and she has a crime show and I definitely watch her hmm. a blonde. Hmm. I can't think of her name. But. I think I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it either though, but I think I know who you're talking about. There's a yeah. lot of like real life crime stuffs like Dateline. And then there's a, so many things on like Hulu and Netflix that are so good. But then there's also dramas like Law and Order, like NCIS and all of those that I love watching too. Yeah, definitely. What was the one, um, an older one? It was like CSI pretty much. And that was yeah. the, the drama show. And but there's yeah. the X-Files. Yeah, there's a lot. I used to want to get into forensic nursing. That's how much I enjoyed it. But I think my path went the other direction for a good cause. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, you never know in wrestling, not even just in life in general. You never know what could be down the line for you. If you have a passion for it, go for it. But you're thriving in wrestling right now. So could, I would continue forward with that for right now. You're doing amazing things right Thank now. Thank you. I'm glad people are, my name's starting to get out there more and people are getting to know me and it's really such a warm response with the new branding. And, and, you know, I 
I'm happy for the positivity because I've dealt with some negativity before over the years. So it's been very warm and I'm like, it's refreshing. It is. It's refreshing for that, but it's also like a refreshing of character, too. I feel like really over the last year and a half since the pandemic, people have had gotten to get creative and stuff just in a general scope. And we've seen some other people reinvent themselves like Alley Cat is now Alley Catch. And then like, I don't know if you know Ava Everett. She used to be like Ava Taker, but now she's like your favorite icon. She's reinvented herself, too. That's your that's just two examples off the top of my head. And then yourself from Jenna Van Mussels to now genocide to really kind of completely different characters but kind of have a similar basis to like story behind them you know yeah i definitely outgrew the van muscles name mm-hmm. and you know when you're locked in the house you get creative and rebrand i'm in branding and marketing and my other half has 20 years of wrestling experience so when we started thinking of things it's just a play on my name and and some people don't get it and they're like genocide but it really, if you're into superheroes, comic books, and wrestling, mm-hmm. it is a play on my name, Jenna. It does not mean anything else. And people like to look at the negative and things, but I really am half like robot. So that's where it comes from. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, we have to talk about now something that is coming up literally later this week at the time of recording this. You were recently announced for NWA's first ever all women's pay-per-view in power, which is coming up on Saturday, August 28th. So before we even get a deep dive into Ah! that, right? It's coming up. It's this week. What does this opportunity mean for you in general as a part of herstory for the NWA genocide? I love the herstory. Yes. For her. Right. And I just have to like pinch myself. So we have Mickey James going to be there. Medusa, Gail Kim, Jazz, the round table of the Queens, legend mm-hmm. women's wrestling. And I get to be a part of it. So to me, like, I don't know if the camera could pick it up, but that's all, <laughs> all the feels. And he has chills. Right yeah. <laughs> I have chills. Oh, that's right. It's audio. Um, but um, yeah, definitely all the chills. And I feel honored. It's, it, it's a chance for not only myself, but the, also the other women on the show. It's our chance to show what kind of athletes we are, not just women, athletes and what we can do and be groundbreaking, make history, have amazing matches and not be compared to the men and do it on our own. So this is history and I couldn't be more honored um, to even be a part of it, you know, and I've trained my ass off every day for the past seven years for, for this shot. So I always feel like all my nose maybe throughout this journey so far led me to this one big yes. And I can be more grateful. Not only that, but you are also featured on the official poster for Empower alongside Mickey James, Camille and Kylie Ray. So, I mean, you have a poster behind you with your face on it. I know I need an updated one, right? This I mean, this is just an old one here uh, for people listening. And I have an old Bar Wars one. Um, my other half and I used to, mm-hmm. we used to run uh, shows in, Cl- in Clearwater and at like bars and like, like off the wall crazy shows. So that's what the poster is behind me. But definitely need an Empower one soon. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is it like seeing your face on the official poster and everything promotional for NWA's first ever all women's pay-per-view? You're right there. I know. And I didn't even know I was going to be on any poster or marketing material. You know what I mean? So to me, I found out when everyone else did when it came out. So I was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> my first pay-per-view, my first poster and marketing material. Not only that, like I'm so unique and I love my character. So the fact that I'm so different and I stick out like a sore thumb is so awesome next to them. <laughs> yeah, one you is got, not like the others. So. You, you got smiley Kylie Ray on one side, then you have the NWA women's champion Camille, and then you have the executive producer Mickey James, and then we have the bionic beast genocide. And that- then I'm like, there's genocide. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I think it's great. I love it. I, I I was very excited and happy when I had that. So yes, will I be trying to find a poster I can roll up and take home? You better believe it. Girl, if I see you and I have one, I'm literally just snatching it up for you because I will be seeing you there in person. I don't even think everybody knows this. I don't think I've announced this on this platform, but I will be at NWA's Empower Pay-Per-View coming up this weekend as well, doing a lot of media rounds. So genocide, I might run into you. So I got you if i find one and i see you i got you that's yeah and i have a garage gym i built throughout the pandemic and on my background in my garage gym are all show posters so all like i have mission pro posters not only that other women i wrestle i always try to get one of their headshots and have them sign it to me so my wall is growing and growing and I can't wait to grow it more. <laughs> it's like my inspiration when I'm tired and I don't want to work out and I look up and I just see all the, all the pictures of all the great women I've met over my career and all the show posters. So I love that. That is so cool. Like I feel like any, I'm that again, I think sports fans in general, like if you have a sport that you love and there's like memorabilia, like, whether it's posters or like shirts or like that, it's like cool to kind of like see them as a reminder. It fuels your uh, inspiration and like energy too. That's really cool. Oh yeah. I know. I can't even show you the other side (laughs) of the room. I have like posters, gear, wrestling gear. I have a table of merch. I have wrestling pals, the old school one. Mm -hmm. It's a a fun room. (laughs) I love it though. But I mean, you are also entered into this main event in the women's invitational at empower. So when you found out that not only are you on the card and the poster genocide, but you're also in the freaking main event, what were your initial thoughts? My initial it's one to even be in the cup and then having it be the main event. Um, you know, I'm honored to be a part of it. I mean, it's something different too. You're having 10 women and it's not like, it's not like battle Royale. It's not anything like that. It's submission or pinfall. Like, you know, so I think that's a little different spin on it and it's going to be nine other kick-ass women plus me for 10 and yeah. Um, and no, in no particular order. I don't know until I go. It's very interesting in terms of uh, training strategies and the other women, because it's, you just got to be ready for it all, you know, may the best woman win. So for me, it's just total fight camp mode training up leading up to this. Um, But I'm honored to step in the ring with the other women and knowing I'm going to be a part of history and cemented in there in St. Louis is enough for me you know if I win that'll be gravy on top and that's the goal but I'm just happy to be a part of the show and um, be able to wrestle 
Yeah, like you said, this is kind of a very unique stipulation. It's kind of a cross between an elimination chamber and a gauntlet match because you have the women coming in again, like an elimination chamber, but you can't win like via via vet battle royal style. You have to win by pin or submission. And I don't think that there's you can't really get disqualified. I, I just think it's pin or submission. And so you have 10 women competing. And again, you don't we none of us know the order. So we could be getting so many scenario so maybe if you're lucky you'll come out last but you could also have to go the distance and come out and come out first like you said so it's hard to prepare so how how have you then been mentally and physically preparing (laughs) for such a demanding match stipulation and for the unknown right and the winner then the Mm -hmm. next day has to go up against after they face nine other women Mm -hmm. if if you're in there the full time then the next day the winner faces camille for the pay-per-view 73 so that would be two days back to back some crazy that's who the winner has to go against um when they're done so i've been preparing um i do fight training i do muay thai like three days a week Mm -hmm. i wrestle i'm in the ring two times a week i'm in the gym about four to five times a week and then i i study lots of tape and i watch different fighting um tactics and strategies so um, yeah, I think I'd say I'm going in with my A game <laughs> and uh, being ready for everything. So, and like you said, the winner of this invitational will go on to NWA to face the NWA women's champion, whether that be Camille or Layla Hirsch, because we don't know the result of that matchup at Empower yet. So, there's also that again, that unpredictability. Then again, you guys in the main event, so you will know potentially who you're going into facing at NWA 73. But what would it mean for you then if you were to win this invitational and then go on to become the new NWA women's champion? Like, uh, what would that mean for you? Everything. It's such a, I, I mean, I, who, you don't want to see a big robot cry, but that's <laughs> how, like, <laughs> I'd probably short circuit myself with it. Uh, <laughs> and my wires would be in system overload for a moment like that. So, but I don't know. You'll have to see, and I'm going to work hard. And that's the overall, that's my a goal for any wrestler uh, is a championship. And I've been working hard my whole career for an opportunity like that. So when my time, if, if that's this next week and that happens, it'll be amazing. If it's not, then it's not meant to be. And you never know when my next shot will be, but I will just have to work hard and see what happens. Now, with this unique match stipulation for this women's invitational, I think is really we have haven't seen it before, at least in women's wrestling. Is there any other match stipulation that you want to tackle that you have not yet as the bionic beast? Um, I would like to say for NWA, like break some more barriers that maybe some matches that they haven't had before, because I had um my first falls count anywhere type of match with holiday at mission pro mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that, um, that maybe they haven't thought of yet for women, but anytime you can break any barriers that maybe they haven't done yet. Um, I definitely want to try to do it. I think this, I think this is a really good start for expanding and growing the NWA women's division. And who knows, maybe we could be seeing more women signed to the division after this, but I think this pay-per-view is going to be so special. And of course, empower is also serving to showcase the future of women's wrestling 
much like yourself for just an example. So who do you think then from your perspective are some talents that more people should be taking note of, or you believe is the future of women's wrestling? Oh gosh. I mean, there's so many amazing, talented women. I'm excited. I've never wrestled, but I've seen her a lot. Um, and I, Thunder Kitty. I'm so excited. Oh, right. <laughs> I haven't seen her since Shine a lot a while back. Mm-hmm. So um, she's amazing. Kira Hogan just coming off her impact contract and that announcement with her there. You know, her and I have shared locker rooms places, but I've never had the opportunity to uh, go against her in the ring. But she's just amazing. Such a young, talented girl you have Tootie another young up-and-comer all these girls are so young <laughs> and I feel like they're just having amazing sparks so there's definitely I mean there's so many and then you have the tag team invitational mm-hmm. cup too with all those girls Allison Kay and uh, you know I, I forgot the name are they the hex yes Allison and Marty are the hex we also yeah, have Kylan King and Red Velvet Sahara Seven and Renee Michelle Indy New team, Haley J, Miranda Gordy, oh. and Jazzy Yang as the free babes. So great to see Haley J in person. I've only seen some clips from OVW, but she's hysterical. And my other half actually um, used to be at OVW and knows her mom. Yeah, amazing, so, Maria. Definitely the history is there, and I can't wait to see her her in action. So yeah, I'm looking forward to all the matches. They're gonna be great. And Camille, the championship match has been great. I love Layla her show. She, she's a spitfire. She she's small, but she'll come for you with her amateur background. <laughs> yeah, don't don't count out Layla Hirsch again. It's so cool too. Like adding a whole nother element. We have like representatives from four other promotions just outside of NWA. Obviously all elite wrestling. We have impact with Deanna Perrazzo. We have ring of honor with the hex. And we also have now triple a coming in, mm-hmm. in a cross brand promotion with chick with chick tormenta. And then we have diamante versus Kylie Ray as well. in a triple threat matchup. That's going to be incredible. That's too. Amazing. I know. I saw that they had posted that just recently. That's going to be amazing, but I love the cross promotion with the brands and you know, it just shows that, you know, there's room for all of it you know not only that you have opportunity to bring the best talent from all Mm -hmm. different companies and they get to put on an amazing show so i'm looking forward to it It, it's going to be awesome it really really is now lastly what are some of your plans for st louis at the chase besides wrestling of course are you one to explore or do you kind of just take it easy otherwise when you're not wrestling on a weekend there's not going to be any time for taking it easy. Fair enough. <laughs> there definitely um, won't be that because after the pay-per-views and we have um, tapings for next season. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, no time for play when I'm there. Um, <laughs> definitely won't have any time for sightseeing outside of maybe the gym when I'm not in the ring, but that's staying on my game. But no, normally when I do like when I'm doing other shows, like to, like to venture out and see some new places, but on this trip, probably not. Okay. That's sometimes good though. You know, keep yourself busy and you know, it's getting more eyes on not just yourself, but the NWA women's roster and plus everybody else that they're bringing in from outside. This again is really going to be 
a herstory making and groundbreaking pay-per-view. And I can't believe I get to be there in person to witness all of you making herstory. It's going to be fantastic. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. You're going to be there. I'm excited. I'm going, I get to even be there <laughs> and it's just preparing in the home stretch, you know, a couple days away. The main event girl, the main I, event. I I'm always like, pinch me. It's here. And, and we can't, we can't forget to mention too, you will be accompanied by the veteran Taryn Terrell. So maybe you do kind of have a leg up if Taryn is maybe going to be at ringside. I mean, Oh yeah. Her and I've been talking, we talk every day, pretty much. I love having her in my corner. She's going to help me make it to the top. You watch. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. You heard it here first. Now, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Genocide Triple Zero. And um, I have a fan page on Facebook, Genocide, or my other Facebook page, Jenna Lind and Bemel. So definitely all there. I'm not the best sometimes with getting back to people with messages, but just know I do look at them eventually (laughs) and in the little downtime I have, but yes, that's where you can find me and my journey when I'm not working, I'm training or putting on a kick-ass show. So thank you for all the support. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Genocide. It's been an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to see you in a few days. I know I look forward to meeting you in person and yeah, and you'll be documenting history. So let's do it. Herstory. I got to say that now. Herstory. And don't forget to follow myself at It's Ella J on Twitter. And don't forget to tune in to Empower NWA's first ever all women's pay-per-view this Saturday, August 28th, where Genocide will be competing in the main event in the first ever Women's Invitational, where the winner will go on to face the NWA Women's Champion at NWA 73. It's going to be incredible. Genocide, I wish you the best of luck. And thank Thank you you so much for joining me today. Thank you for all the support. And thank you for having me and tune into Empower this week. It's going to be epic, honestly. Definitely.